How's your fantasy football team doing? Are you stuck with the injured players while your buddies are bragging about how well they're doing? Hey, imagine resetting your team every week and playing fantasy football for real money. You don't have to just imagine it. You could do it on FanDuel.com. Matt Nichols from Ohio turned a $25 deposit into over $25,000 playing fantasy football on FanDuel. The leader in one-week fantasy football leagues for real money with immediate cash payouts. The money is real. Entry fees start at just $1. No season-long commitment. No upfront fees. Play each week or whenever you want. It's all up to you. Set a new lineup each week and win every week if you're good enough. FanDuel is paying out more than $10 million every single week this football season. But you have to play to win, so sign up today. Go to FanDuel.com. Click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner. Use my code KREN, K-R-E-N-N, and sign up now. New user specials are ending soon. FanDuel will match your first deposit dollar up to 200 bucks. That's up to $200 free. Offers only good for the first 50 people that use my code KREN, K-R-E-N-N. Don't forget to use my code, K-R-E-N-N. FanDuel.com, F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com where every week is a new season. That's FanDuel.com. Sign up today. This is the Jim Crenn No Restrictions Podcast on the Sideshow Network. We are worldwide, we are nationwide, and we are on air in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. From the Talent Network Studios, it's comedian Mike Wysocki, comic Terry Jones, and here's your host, radio and comedy legend. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Jim Jim Cran, no restrictions on the Sideshow Network. Brought to you by Beaver County Auto. Beaver County Auto, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep. Greatest deals. They're incredible, these deals. I, I've been I was looking at some of the prices. You got the lowest prices in Western Pennsylvania. I love this uh, new Chrysler 200C sedan. Incredible. Uh, the new Jeep Wrangler is fantastic. Go out to Beaver County Auto. Auto PJ is the greatest there, and they take care of you. Service is second to none. That's the best part about it. You want to get a used car, they back it up. That's the place to go for your used and new cars. Beaver County Auto, right there on Constitution Road in Chippewa. Beaver County Auto. Anyway, this is show. I'm excited about the show today because I got my friend Mike Sasson uh, coming in as a guest. Always excited to see Mikey. Uh, of course, the, the staff Frank Mergia, Dave Sedemar, Josh Folio, Corey Gale, Wayne Wow. Uh, Ryan, the intern, and of course, Terry Jones, Mike Wysocki. And Dave was in a hurricane, actually, Dave Settlemer. And he was in Cabo in a hurricane. And I knew he was all right because the last message I got from him was, I have tequila and water. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was safe. That's all he needs. <laughs> knew he could hydrate. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Was bummed as Dave, you know, his you know close friends, and he missed the Friday thing. That, that I, I was so excited. Friday was KDKA. I was on, been honored. To, I'm so honored, excited to be on KDKA every Friday with with John and Larry, and uh, you know John Shumway, Larry Richard, KDKA's, KDKA's morning show, eight to nine. Uh, but uh, all of CBS uh, radio is so nice. They were so kind to me and welcoming. They, they had their annual spaghetti dinner for Sisters of the Poor. It was really mm-hmm. cool. Thousands of people were down at the Heinz Plaza downtown and people were very nice and you know helping out sisters of Porta spaghetti it was actually very excellent actually but uh, yeah it's first broadcast in a long time for me as far as radio of course we'll be doing our podcast now going on be two years soon another yeah. few months yeah. be our second year on the legendary uh 
radio station, historic, known it's all true, over Mikey. the country. It's Everyone Yankees, knows KDKA. The, the very first, very first, the, the right? Very first radio. It's like ninety eight years old or whatever. It's like yeah, yeah over fifty thousand watts. KDKA, iconic. So I'm looking forward to every Friday morning. Tune in to AM ten twenty KDKA. Tune in all morning. Actually, you know it's Larry and John. They're they're the best and just the most genuine, nice guys too. Not only incredibly talented. We're going to get both John and Larry on the podcast soon, nice. right? Yeah. We were saying we got to get uh, Greg Giannotti on. We're going to get Greg on mm-hmm. and Josh Miller from the fan. Yeah, all, all, That's the nice thing, the vibe about uh, over there that I, I didn't experience in the past, uh, my past radio life. The vibe over there, I, I think, is just, it, it's a kind of a, it reminds me of radio. <laughs> I mean, it's not <laughs> very, yeah. you know, it's like very non-corporate. I, it's, you know, everybody's right. kind of like, uh, you know, helps each other out. It's kind of together you know it's, mm-hmm. it seems uh it's just a real great vibe they know how to they know how to run it man so i'm excited to be part of that whole deal part of their family as i know i said a part of jim you're part of the cbs family and i said i was like that makes me the crazy uncle I'm the guy, right <laughs> walks in the room crazy uncle jimmy <laughs> crazy uncle jimmy mike sasson's here man my, my buddy thanks mike i'm gonna bring you in early come on in oh thank you very much yeah good, again good congratulations on kdk thanks awesome. brother i know you have radio background yourself man yeah, i was uh actually on the cbs on the fan, on the fan for a yeah. little while so i had a great time there so yeah it's a great place and so yeah congratulations on that you'll have thanks, a lot of man. fun and everything there Appreciate it, my brother. Thanks for being on the show, too, man. You're part of our family here in No Restrictions. You know that, right? And what I, I guess you're stuck. I'm the, stuck with us. Oh, yeah, I'm, the, I'm not getting the, out now. The, the mob. The mob. Yeah, the you mob. can't get out. <laughs> yeah. He was a guest last week. He, we don't let him leave. Yeah. I, t- I told Jimmy I was going to quit and uh, start my own podcast. <laughs> and uh, 12 guys came to my door. Yeah. So now, <laughs> I got my mirror busted yes. off, and I, I'm pretty sure it was right? Jimmy. It was, it was a warning. It was a warning. It's the warning. Your yes. mirror, I thought it would be my, like your laptop so you couldn't do the podcast. Yeah. Oh, no. Hey, not going to be able to do that when I did say it. Terry woke up. There's, there's a little, uh, uh, there's a little uh, Ralph the Cat puppet at the bottom of his bed. Yeah, the, the creepy one. And uh, so don't, you know, he knew the message. The message. <laughs> Jimmy showed up with the cigar cutter. That's yes, always the, the scary cigar cutter's part. the key. Right? It is key, man. You know what? I don't, you know, it's I always scary. get nervous when Italian dudes pull out a cigar cutter in front mm-hmm. of me. Because I was doing a show for some Italian <laughs> <laughs> is in this uh, small uh, Italian club in Brooklyn, and uh, I swear to you that dude is in the mob. He like runs some big part of the mob. Say no more. Had... Small town club in Brooklyn. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. And I was like, big it's... time entertainment. Small club. Yeah. Small club. <laughs> He's like, yeah, this is that uh, wine. You know, the wine did you Mooley's like? And I'm like, yeah, that is the wine that the Mooley's like. Uh, <laughs> Which means eggplant. I don't know. <laughs> like that's like the worst racial slur is to call me an eggplant. Oh my I'm, god! I'm not that dark. Uh, but <laughs> oh my god, dear. No. <laughs> but cigar cutter. He had a cigar cutter and he was asking yeah. me about like, you know, comedy and stuff. And he was like, "Oh, kid, you're real good. You're real good. You know, kid." Uh, oh, who's your manager? And then he had the cigar cutter, and I was like, "Shit, you are just <laughs> you are get the hell out of my face." You, as long as you have the cigar, cigar cutter, cutter, you are. Yeah, because you know every movie, it's the cigar oh, cutter. Yeah, you gotta watch fucking John Travolta and <laughs> Punisher. <laughs> Now you know. Now you know how they signed the Temptations back in the fifties to like yeah. these deals where they own all the masters and right. they, uh-huh. they That's probably true, right? Yeah, absolutely. They held their boy out of the window, and then they were like, "You gonna I, sign me?" I, 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 I'm almost certain I told this a long time ago on the show. That one, I'll tell you two stories. Of my 
association with you know in the entertainment business you're going to run into oh yeah the or- organized people. fellows mm-hmm. <laughs> and i remember there was a club i worked in monroeville and had some organized fellows and i'd be said always at a table and they were the nicest people they treated me so nice and and i remember get like i was opening i got 50 bucks and i got a case of beer at the end of a show nice yeah uh-huh. and i'd be like an opening act for different bands and stuff like that mm-hmm. and they and they all would sit there before the show and i'd have a drink with them and i'm like about 21 years old there's all the Italian guys sitting around. Hey. And I remember one time, it's about a month or two, whatever goes by, and I just sit there quietly and stuff. And I, I'm always a little nervous there. You know, you could tell I'm talking, they had gold on, the whole thing, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. All had cigar cutters, the whole thing there. And he was like, you know, hey, too bad about Joey Shooter or whatever his guy's name, whatever. Joey Pop. It's always named like that. <laughs> like, uh, we mean, the Joey Pop's in a hospital. Say, like, hey, we, you know, Mike, you see him now? I didn't go see I'm going to go see Joe. Hey, did you see Vinny? Did you see Joe? No, I didn't see Joe. He went over and I said, yeah. So they're talking, but I'm trying to just fit in. I go, hey, what was he in the hospital for? Now, I remember I'm 21. I'm nervous. I go, uh, I actually said this. I swear to God, I said, was it, is it like gallbladder or something like that? I, I, you know, like, <laughs> like a mobster. You know. <laughs> and the guy looks at me, quote, no, he got shot in the fucking face. <laughs> I was like, oh, my, oh my God. I, oh my God. So it's, it's, not, it's not elected surgery? That's yet. not elected surgery. That's not outpatient shit. Shot in the fucking face. Yo, that's what I, that's what I like about Italian cats. Man, they, they always got nicknames for each other. This yeah. Week. Like, yeah. hey, you know, we're going over there with uh, Bobby Bottle Service yeah. over there. He has a Bobby bunch of great goose. Service. And, uh, you know, Bobby Bottle Service over there with Tony Twist. and uh, yeah. Joey Pops. Joey Pops. And then we got Jimmy over here. Yeah, this is Jimmy. Jimmy Gimme, you know what I mean, huh? <laughs> Jimmy Gimme, he always wants us to gimme, huh? You give him it. Uh, it's like how the Native Americans name you after what they see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. <laughs> Joey Pop, Pop is a pop. Yeah. yeah, 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 you're drinking, yeah, you're pop, yeah, Joey yeah. Pop. Jerry Smoke, Smokes, Jerry Smokes. That would be crazy, yeah. right? It's true, it's true, man. It's always a nickname. Well, yeah, Native Americans, you know, I went to school with a dude named Eagle Boy. Cool. Yeah, Native cool. American dude named Eagle Boy. That was his name. Real that name? was his real name. His brothers had regular ass names like Neil and John. Right? Eagle Boy. <laughs> Eagle Boy was, was his last name like Wachowski or something. Too? Eagle Boy Wachowski. <laughs> yo, I think his last name was Boy. It was just, oh, Boy Eagle Boy. It makes there you go. So, I, yeah, but Eagle Boy uh, was like. We just thought it was cool as hell to have a that native, is a great like a real name. ass yeah, Native American. Be, yeah, that's a great name. In Hills. Why well, wish he was, a, was cool. Yeah, he'd been a great like major league baseball player. That he name. would Eagle Boy. That'd be, man. that'd be off the charts, man. That's Nike'd be all over. That's that. what I was really thinking yeah. of. Is like if that guy was good at sports, he'd get right? he'd get scholarship offers based solely off his name. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Right? No one would look at the film. They'd be like, he's named Eagle Boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, offer, offer. Florida Gators quarterback yeah. Eagle Boy. Or if he played for the Eagles. Oh my God, they'd have to. They'd have to let him draft. Yeah. They, they, oh, but the one more mobster reminded me was Paul Gertner, who's the best magician and one of the best in the world. Lives in Pittsburgh. He's been on Johnny Carson. Yeah, a few Carson. Times. Been on yeah, Carson yeah, yeah. and you know Lee Trebozik who's been on the show and talks mm-hmm. about Paul. Paul and Paul will be on the show too. Definitely. I don't, he's one. Of, he's a good friend of mine. Paul and I got together. We knew each other since their early twenties, and it was so funny because you know, a comedian. When a guy with 20, 21 years old wanted to be a comedian and a magician in Pittsburgh, you know, it wasn't. It's not like the entertainment capital of the world, you know. So. So we're like doing these clubs, and we'd always keep in contact and do different things. And Paul goes, "Hey man, I, I think we can get like an agent or a manager or something to like get some bookings." This guy books the Hookie Lao. The Hookie Lao was a Hawaiian 
dinner experience they had in Pittsburgh. They had one in Monroeville, one in North Hills, one in South Hills, okay? There was like this whole thing where they had these hula girls who were really girls from the rocks. <laughs> Tan, early tanning cream, I guess, or something. But they were supposed to be the hula girls, right? So they had girls from the rocks doing that. And this whole thing where guy eats fire, you do the limbo, and they gave you like some kind of pineapple beef shit or something, right? <laughs> some bullshit. It was really crazy. It's it's said on the menu, pineapple, pineapple beef, beef shit. Pineapple beef shit. <laughs> <laughs> on a lava rock. <laughs> He's on lava rock. So it was, it was a, there was a building downtown, I guess, called the Jenkins Arcade, and they had all kind of offices. And that was a real big time office. So we thought we had a big time guy here who's in Ben Jenkins Arcade. The guy likes a long Italian name. I don't know, like, you know mobbed up completely yeah. I remember Paul and I walking in it was the weirdest office it was the office in every like criminal mind show or whatever <laughs> you know the opening scene where the guy walks in and he's gone just dead or whatever. like that <laughs> like, dingy dirty and we walked up and this little Indian guy walked up <laughs> not like Eagle Boy Indian, Indian, Indian like India yeah. Indian and he was there I don't remember the guys in the city or whatever Yes, or well, gosh, it's over here. So we sat in this place, and there's no one else in this place. Who the fuck else could be seeing this guy for me to wait? You have to wait. So I could see him. He's reading the paper. He was about four foot tall, but fat. This fat little Italian dude. And he's so funny. He had his big cigar. Biggest cigar looked bigger than him. And I remember they get, we called in. I'm sitting at the desk, and he isn't saying, I'm nervous as shit. Because, you know, this guy's kind of mobbed up. You could tell he's booking the hooky law, the biggest club in the city for us at the time. Mm-hmm. And Paul's sitting there, and we're like nervous. About three, four minutes. He throws the paper down. Never forget. He points a cigar at me. He goes, Peanuts now, big money later. <laughs> Peanuts now, big money later. That was his pitch. That was it. That was it. We're in. We're like, what? He's like, Peanuts now, big money later. I see you guys in the lights, kid. Yeah, what are you saying? Comedian. Comedian? I swear to God he said this. I'm not right hand of the Lord. I forgot to tell you this, Terry. Right hand of the Lord. And he goes, Comedian, you know that fucking Richard Pryor owes me $15. <laughs> <laughs> he played Pat McBride's in 1952. Whatever that motherfucker, oh. they bought 15. That bitch probably 15 fucking. I'm like, holy shit, that's a piece of work. <laughs> tonight, <laughs> tonight you got hula girls that are pregnant with gunshot wounds. Tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> well, the best part tomorrow he, you get hot ones. <laughs> yeah. Well, the best part he books me and Paul. We are so excited. We tell everybody. We've made it. We made it. This is it. Forget. This is the end. This is the headline. Mm. This is the biggest thing in the world. Hooky law. It's all over. I can retire after the show. That big. <laughs> and guess what? My mother calls me. Sign. Look at the TV. I look at the TV. Fucking hooky law is burning down North Hills. Oh, oh, shit. We didn't get paid. <laughs> dreams go up in smoke. Yeah, that's what it's said to me. Jim Fred's dreams go up in smoke. Good beef shit. The smell of beef shit all over Babcock Boulevard. <laughs> they don't overcook the beef shit. Yeah. So I don't get paid. There's no money. Or anything. I don't pay. It's the gig. So anyway, next week, we're in the South Hills one. That burns down. Oh. Next week, Monroeville, that burns down. They burn them down for insurance, obviously. Oh, they are. Three yeah. weeks in a row. Wait, and I'm like a fucking detective. I call Paul. It was pretty obvious that the first one for anybody. After the second one, I'm like, hey, Paul. <laughs> Here's what I think. <laughs> they booked us so they don't have to pay us because they think they can roll over on us, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to go and tell him something, aren't we? He goes, are you fucking crazy, Jim? <laughs> we'll be in the Allegheny River in the news tonight if we do that. <laughs> Like yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 shit, 
Three in a row. <laughs> you're, when you're right, yeah. you're right, Paul. Yeah, it, that was true. We got no dice for Jimmy Gallbladder. We got no, <laughs> Jimmy Gallbladder didn't make it. We, we went through. It went through. It was like it was like two hooky lows and then some other. It was, in some other club we were booked. I can't remember the third one we did burn down. Each fire more suspicious it, than the next. Oh, and they were, I'm not kidding. Yeah, each fire more suspicious than the next. And it was I'm, that's not even that's not even an exaggeration. It really happened, man. And it was funny how I wanted like I wasn't gonna do a war with my my fucking Serpico or something. Make a call to Joey Lighters. Joey Lighters. That was my last booking from that guy. Peanuts, no big money. That, that's crazy as hell. Although man. that's all I met. But then again, I, you know, through that guy, we met somebody else, and that's how I met. Did Costanzo's There's a club in town Well the 10 club Mob, really. And that's where I met yeah, Well Rummy Bishop Rummy Bishop Remember Rummy. Yeah he's, Rummy. A, he's an old Caskills comic He was You know to me I, he's, You know I don't know how old he was But he looking 90 And there's a you know, 100 pounds <laughs> That's a great name Rummy I love Bishop. his name Rummy Bishop And, he, and, he, and when he's bombing You up know what stage, you're getting You know no. what you're getting <laughs> oh, you got, Yeah you get uh, This is the greatest And story. he'd have the breakdown On stage you know, In the middle of the act Like you know As, as the show was going on you gotta, he, you gotta do his joke though Oh yeah he, Well he'd be like You know he Was in the Catskills era man He's like you know Hey I was on the screw ship Hey hey The food was fit for a king Hicking, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, no laughing. What the hell kind of punchline is that? And you could, when you could hear people. This is what got it. It gets him. What gets him is the fact people are eating dinner while he's doing the show, and it fucks him with him. I can tell it's fucking with. Him. And you hear like, "Hey, would you pass the salt?" <laughs> He'll be like, and he catch it. And he repeated, "What? What? What'd you say?" Um, nothing. What? No, what'd you say to your wife? I, that's that's to pass the salt. Yeah, know what you had during my act, huh? Where am I? What am I? A piece of shit! Huh? You fucking cocksucker! You like that? You'd go at him. Oh, man. You go on. What am I? A piece of shit! Huh? I just I, want salt, sir. Yeah. I'd be like, holy, I didn't know what to do. And he looked good. And he got up in the audience. He's like, I pissed on people like you. I pissed on them in the Poconos. I played the fucking Poconos, all right? And you're going to need this shit. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> fucking salt. Oh, shit. Robbie oh. would have the breakdown. Poor Robbie. I'm going to tell you this right now. If that was a plant and that was his act, that would be awesome. <laughs> it would kill, right? That would act. kill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Believe me. In the back or at the bar... We were on a fucking ground, man. Me and Elmer, <laughs> Billy Elmer, and then Jimmy was, Miller, and those guys, we were fucking crying, man. And then old boy would come up and hug him. Ronnie Treese. Ronnie Treese was the MC, and he had this this big black tux on. He'd wear this big guy, and he'd come up, and he has booming voice. He'd go, it's okay, Rummy. And hold this thing. Hold him. And Rummy's little head would be in his lapel. It's okay, Rummy. It's like, and you'd hear his mouth hold and go, fucking cocksuckers. He kept yelling all the It's unbelievable. He said he was Joey Bishop's. Uh... Rummy said he was Joey Bishop's brother. Then one week it'd be the cousin. I don't know what he was. He related to Joey Bishop. Oh, then there would be times where he'd throw a chair in the back after the yak. Fucking cocksuckers. My brother Joey never put up with this shit. You give him respect. Give me no fucking respect here. Bullshit. Fucking cock. I pissed on those people. I shit on them. I'd be like, we, like, we just were amazed at that. And then, and then Ronnie one time, it's about a month there, he goes, hey, kid, you want, to, you want the secret to this business? So right in the, This story was hijacked for me by people. Actually, this story, but I, he actually said this to me. He goes, I'll tell you the secret to the whole business. I'm like thinking this is shit I'm going to take on mm, this to is the next gold. generation generation after what is it sir because I thought even though he's a little crazy to me because I'm 21 maybe he has some wisdom through all the years and he just says secret to the entertainment business son 
get a tux. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm, at, I'm at the bar. I'm like, what? That's <laughs> all you need to know. He looks at me <laughs> and mouths the words without saying. He goes, <laughs> and I'm like a tox, and, I'm, and he knows I'm baffled. He goes, he goes, he goes, you're here, and the audience is down here. They want people to look up to. That's what he said. That is so fucking awesome. He says you got to get the tux. Uh, so, no. I googled this dude and I found a picture of him performing at like CMU or some shit with a cane. It was funny. Yeah, time. with a cane. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really? This is a funny is he still picture. Rummy? I don't Rummy. know. Rummy. I don't think he's still alive. Is it Rummy? It was an old picture from like way back in the day. In, like, I would love it. Where was he? Where did CMU? Is that be awesome? <laughs> what of like electronics guys? Piece of shit, you fucking robot <laughs> cocksuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Could you please pass the, um, can you please light the grand converter, please? <laughs> what? what did you say? What did you say? Or one of the drama people. <laughs> I said. <laughs> I pissed on musical people like you, you fucks. <laughs> you fucking Rogers and Hamstead wannabe motherfuckers. It's my favorite fucking my... shit. <laughs> you can't make people like that up. No. Man. No, oh, those God. are colorful characters, man. Thank beautiful. the Lord, got to That's meet beautiful. them. Beautiful, it was amazing. You man. know, it's always crazy when when you hear like <laughs> stories like that, man. Uh, <laughs> like people have, and oh man, it's just amazing. It, did, I, did I ever tell y'all? The, did, <laughs> did I ever tell you the story about the Jackson? The, the no, Jackson five, no, and JB Smooth. You. Go tell it again. Tell it again. Did you I, did, did something on the porch. No, you told me on the porch. I, I, I don't, don't remember think, telling on the stage. I don't here. think I ever told. The, no, the no, no. Okay. Tell everybody. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. So, <laughs> I'm working a weekend uh, featuring for JB Smooth from Curb uh, Your Kirby. Enthusiasm, mm-hmm. and you know, last very, comic standing. Last comic standing. I mean, yep. this dude is hilarious. Long he's bow, Larry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of the funniest. Oh, yeah. He's funny. People. My favorite line. And uh, he has a boy that uh, it's it's uh, JB and his boys uh, JP. And that's his manager, his homeboy. <laughs> they grew up in New York together with, like, Heavy D, and, you know, they're all wow. from that, that area. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So we're all talking, and uh, T-Robe, funny very guy. Very funny guy. Very funny guy. Good, good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to. Uh, Robe is there, and he goes, hey, have you ever met anyone that made you starstruck? You know how Robe is. He's like, yeah. have you ever met anyone that made you starstruck? And then <laughs> and then uh, JB goes, oh, I met Richard Pryor once. I met Richard Pryor. You know what? Richard Pryor had me uh kind of starstruck and he's like and i met um whitney houston and then we're like wow you know that would do it and and then uh you know uh t-robe says you know lebron came in the club once when i was down there lil wayne came in the club when we was in miami and uh i was like yo that's pretty dope he said he's starstruck Uh and he was like i would be starstruck if i met michael jackson and then uh jb's manager goes yo b can I tell him a Michael Jackson story? <laughs> and we're like, yeah. He's like, and then JB's like, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. That's cool, that's cool. Yeah, go ahead. Tell, tell him a Michael Jackson story. Tell, tell, tell him a Michael Jackson story. He's like, yo, B, when we was kids, right, Jackson 5 came in town, we was excited as hell. It was all of us, you know what I mean? We was just chilling there. It's about five of us. We ran over to the limo. Jackson Fab pulled up. We tried to rob all five of them motherfuckers. 
<laughs> like his warm, his warm story. It was a so time. heartwarming. What a wonderful what a star time. struck it off. Moments <laughs> like that, you want to just, you know. <laughs> I was like not was intimidated, yeah. Warmth, <laughs> Michael's the little be. one. That's Michael's the best the one to rob. Yeah. Yeah. And then, wow. so, so I'm, I'm confused at this point because we're all in shock at what the hell he said. JB, JB's, it's normal to JB, JB over there eating and shit at Eaton Park. And so T. Robe's drunk and he's confused and he goes, was Michael Jackson cool? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I don't know, B. I was just uh, trying to take all the shit they had on. We shook the shit like groupies. We were shaking the hell out of the limo. <laughs> so now you're talking about five kids robbing five kids. They're going to be walking around Brooklyn looking like the fucking Jackson 5. That is so funny. <laughs> like, it's man. not obvious that you robbed. I love how the guy, wanted, I love how just, the fact that he told uh, you the story. Like, this is a warm uh, story. Like, it was you know, that reaction. You guys went, aww. That's the greatest Michael That's Jackson amazing. story of all great. time. That is that awesome. Michael Jackson has some. Yeah, that is a great, that's the greatest story. That, that's like my favorite Michael Jackson story. What, one time, <laughs> I, I, of all people, the interview, I interviewed Corey fucking Feldman, and he's best friends with Jackson at the time. And he tells this story to me. Two years later, we interviewed him again. I interviewed mm-hmm. him. He didn't remember the story because I brought it up. But the story was, I don't know why he backed away from this story, but it was just, I don't know why it made it me. could have been on crack the time he told it. I don't know, but it was so well. The, <laughs> the story was, 9-11 happens. He's in New York. Michael Jackson's in New York. Calls him. Corey, Michael, I got a bus. I'm bringing all my dancers and everybody, and we're getting out of New York. Can you want to go? He goes, okay. He gets on the bus. He thinks he's going to leave New York with Michael and stuff like that. And he just started talking to him, chatting, and he said something, he said, that kind of insulted him. It was something like, I think Jermaine did, was better on this song or some, some song they did or something. Yeah. Where, it was like, where he said one of the, Tito did yeah. a better move than you, or whatever yeah. it was. Uh-huh. And he said he's on the bus, on the, like the, the bridge to get out of town, I guess after the tunnel or whatever. Like the, and he goes, what? So I don't know. I, no, it was a great show. You guys are guys thought maybe Jermaine or whatever did that move. Or to, yeah, it was. Well, you know, it was good. What'd you say? He goes, um, no, nothing. No, he goes, get off the fucking bus. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I mean it. And I like, kicked him off the fight. Kid, he kicked him off the bus. He stopped it right there in the bridge. Kicked Corey Feldman on the bus. Would that be the funniest fucking thing if you were driving oh, out of town? Of, I mean, of the most traumatic day. But I mean, all of a sudden, you, how surreal is that? You see fucking Michael Jackson kicking Corey Feldman off a bus. Off a bus. That's like he didn't care what was going to happen. Don't make me get up. That, on, that honestly is the most like Isn't the most weird? normal story. Yeah, it's like, yeah. you're right. They get pissed. Yeah, because like because like you normally would think about Michael Jackson. That's the thing about like those yeah. levels of celebrities. You don't yes. realize that they're human beings. They're people because mm-hmm. we make them into brands. We make them into entities. Yes. Michael Jackson was a human being, and you basically in his mind just shit on him. So he <laughs> said, yeah, and so he got pissed. He said, like, get up yeah. my fucking. I'm trying to save you, and you're insulting me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. you. Get off. Oh, by yeah. the way, you're Corey Feldman. It's 2001. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lost Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, Lost Boys was in the eighties. Yeah, I was, I was figuring, I was figuring this is. Oh, so it's nineteen eighty six, and I'm like, <laughs> no, no. Oh, and Michael Jackson calls me, not two thousand one. Yeah, Michael right. Jackson. Yeah, you can't me. be the same Corey to him probably at that point. Yeah, at that point, there's sad music playing in the background, yeah, and it's I just know. the bunny men like people are strangers. <laughs> He calls Corey Haim and they cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was, yeah. This, this is, is the worst day of my life. Do you know what happened earlier? Yeah, really. I mean, really, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will remember this day, September 11, 2001, <laughs> the is the Corey worst Feldman. day of my life. Yeah. <laughs> I got kicked off the bus. Yeah, really. When uh, you ask Corey, did he remember 9-11 in general? No, I don't think, no. <laughs> That was what was so bizarre. I, <laughs> next year later, I go, hey, Corey, that story you told about Michael Jackson kicking you off the bus. He goes, what are you talking about? He's like, what? Have you told me to start? No, I don't remember that. I'm wow. like, what the fuck? That's some drugs. Memories that of 9-11. Drugs right. in, in, Sounds in, good to any, me. Anytime you play in a sci-fi original movie more than once, your brain's in. I mean, you can't like make that. up that like, shit. That's nah, a too nah. weird of a story. That's too detailed, yeah, you know? Too I mean, detailed. Where would you... You know, pull that up. The Michael Jackson, I loved the special from Brashear. I haven't seen it in a while. I actually like to rewatch it again. It was one of my favorite things in the world because there's so many things in the background. If you watch it a couple times, that you just you have to laugh, it's laugh out loud. Funny. My favorite thing was in he was in his room and and you're walking by. He had his clothes. Do you remember this? He had a hotel maid's uniform on a hanger. Like he dresses up as a hotel. I have no idea why would you have a hotel maid uniform like clean and press on a hanger. And he like walked. He like kind of touched it and moved it. And he kept moving on. He didn't say anything to Brashear about it. I can't believe Martin Brashear didn't just stop him right there. Who did Michael? Why do you have a fucking Muto maid? <laughs> but here's the thing about Michael Jackson. When he was in the day, like he would go to interviews with gold. Shin guards, yeah. like gold catcher True. shin guards. Because a hockey game broke out. Yeah, but the yeah. thing is that I always love <laughs> is people would sit there and be like, you're so weird. I'm like, you're Michael Jackson. You're the biggest entertainer on the planet. Yeah. How are you going to dress? I, know, guess, I mean, I mean yeah, yeah. jeans you know and a t-shirt. No, that's yeah. Michael Jackson. He, he got it. Gold shin guards and a thing that makes you look like you're a, like a Panamanian general or something. <laughs> like that. yeah, that's how Michael Jackson dresses. You can't dress you know like you're you know, Yo, Louis hey. C.K. walking on there with like a you know, like scruffy. Like if you saw Michael Jackson right, on Mike. the street, you want him to be dressed yeah. like Michael like, Jackson. Yeah, like Michael yeah. Jackson. Yeah, exactly. I want to see if it's Tito. I want to see the catcher's equipment. If it's Michael, I want to see the other shin guards. <laughs> I feel like Tito got the most ass whoopings all the time. He got the ass. Whoopings I bet for you everybody. Tito got laid more than anybody too. He probably did, but he got the most ass whoopings from Joe. Oh yeah. Like, every time like Mike would mess up, he'd be like, Joe. "Michael mess up, Tito, Tito come here, bring your ass here." You're the whipping boy, just whooping asses. Tito, the, Tito did it. But I bet you he did get the most girls because they yeah, all wanted Tito. Michael. Michael would be kind of aloof, right? And then yeah. Tito, Tito would be like, in, man. exactly. Yeah. Jermaine uh-huh. was married, and Tito swooped in, got them all. Jermaine right? Was still swooping yeah. in. Now. That's why when people like say, "Oh, I wouldn't want to <laughs> yeah. be Tito." No, Tito got all the side action. Yes. that Michael refused. Tito's going to write the book and say, "I did it all." <laughs> At the end of the day, you know, I, did, I it did them all. I did them all. Man. <laughs> we yeah. only know we only know three Jackson Five. Uh, honestly, True. it's Michael, Michael, Jermaine, Tito, Mario, and Luigi. That's exactly <laughs> Wait, in my mind. Is there Luigi? No. <laughs> Luigi Jackson. Luigi. He muscled his way yeah, in. Right. <laughs> Big fat Italian guy. Where? A, B, C. And a cigar chopper and stuff. It must be tough, yeah, being a Jackson as you go down the line because they probably, you know. Joe and the mom and every yeah. the whole family probably rate you on what you, money you bring in, like at the dinner table on Thanksgiving, even to get into the house. Because yeah. as you're going in there, like you know, okay, you you Reby, no, you're out. Centipede, all right, go ahead. That was a hit. Get in here. So. <laughs> and then Janet had to go and become a superstar too. She was, yeah, yeah. Was so, she was yeah. monstrous. Yeah. So like you, your little sister, like the one, like yeah, hey, get out of here. Oh no, now she gets to yeah, be the mega star too. It, it, it must get weird. <laughs> like you said, this behavior obviously was so eccentric. It, it must be because that that fame is in another level beyond. That's a, that's like beyond Clooney and Brad Pitt fame yeah. in a weird way. 
recognized in every country. It's the weirdest America. Yeah, and have people like just follow you almost like a, a religion or something way the vibe because that fame must be so crazy uh like elvis got had, was one of those ones too and, and it elvis was was the cameras were there and they did follow them and some footage michael just on the cusp of the internet stuff you know and all so he got a little bit more but when you read about elvis is the most intriguing character of all if they had the cell phones back then we, we can record the fucking stories that would be unbelievable i i met a couple people who were part of the memphis mafia in Los Angeles once years ago and this guy was a bodyguard Elvis and he was telling me I, I was just asking him every question it was at the bar of the improv and I was ta- asking him everything about Elvis man mm-hmm. and he told me stuff that just made me laugh so hard I, like he would say uh, my favorite thing I don't know why this made me laugh but he'd say Elvis would love touch. he loved tackle football he wanted to be a football player or something right and he would play tackle football with everybody and, and, and whenever, he, whenever he said it no matter what time of day it was uh-huh. You know, be like, hey man, throw some football. They go out <laughs> and they're throwing a football. But my favorite thing was he was allowed to tackle you, but you weren't allowed to tackle him. <laughs> he was destroying yeah, people. Yeah, he's seeing all the people. Elvis You're not allowed Ray. to tackle. <laughs> yeah. He was Ray Lewis out there. End around Elvis. Go ahead, done the touchdown, baby. <laughs> We're not allowed to tackle you. That's awesome. I went to the you know, if you go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, one of the first things you see is Elvis's purple caddy. And the big sequin thing that he wore on stage in Vegas, and I, and it's a, the same thing with Michael Jackson. People yeah. kind of make fun of, oh, why did he dress like that? Because he's Elvis. He's the king. He's the king. king what? Yeah. How else would you dress if you're in Vegas? And, and the white other, jumpsuit, absolutely, all the way. White sequin jumpsuit. That's Tuxedo. how you dress. Yeah. And if you're rich and you're from the South and you have a bunch of friends, what's the most valuable thing you could possibly give? I'm gonna give everyone a purple Cadillac. I love that. Yeah. That's that's, yeah. that's isn't it awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You ask, you'd ask you what your favorite color was, and that's the Cadillac you got. Isn't that great? Wow. Like, you're in a supermarket anywhere. He was just in that mood, high on nine Percocet. Uh. <laughs> if we had 12 Percocet, we'd do that, too. Yeah. What's your favorite color? Red? You're a red Cadillac in your name, baby. <laughs> isn't that great? That'd be, That'd be awesome. Great. I would love that. Because that outfit, uh, the way Elvis dressed is why Eddie Murphy dressed the way he did in the 80s. And mm-hmm. he said that he wanted to be... The king. He wanted to be Elvis. He had the tour buses yes, and the, the cool the leather outfit. Leather, a high collar. Kind oh, of thing. man. The cool. Like, I saw another one of him and Rick James in a, a black. He had the black leather outfit with the, you know, he wore the rings on the gloves <laughs> yes. and stuff. Like, was, Rick James was cool during his day. Oh, you know, it's nice. funny is uh, the funny thing about Elvis. I had mentioned this once on the show. I apologize for repeating, but Elvis's influence on that outfit was Liberace. Did you know that? Yeah, hmm. yeah. Which makes me laugh because that means they were friends. I always said that when they call, going, "Hey, you want to go chase some pussy?" <laughs> no, thanks, so. I don't think so. Come on, man, I got some chick. No, I'm okay. I'm okay. I need some watermelon here. All right. I mean, they said the poor guy passed him the watermelon diet. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh man, unreal. But yeah, so hey. Hey, we're going to take a quick pause for a commercial break right here on Jim Cren, No Restrictions. It's Jim Cren for GoDaddy.com. Put your website to work while you play. You know, a website works 24-7. So no matter where you are, what you're doing, people can still find you online. Start building your website today at GoDaddy. It starts with a .com domain. Enter promo code 199CREN199. K-R-E-N-N at checkout to get your .com for just $1.99. Some limitations apply. 
See the website for details. Go to GoDaddy.com now. No restrictions. Let's, let's switch gears since we, we always like touch on some stories. Uh, and then we're going to get some sports from Mikey too also. So it's, I'm going to talk about this story this week. This, it's funny when they hit legitimate, like I say legitimate, like CNN or whatever. You just see these little news stories and services but there's did you see the picture of the girl with the third breast i was about yes. to just tell you that uh, <laughs> the, the three titty girl yeah the, like a uh, total recall it's a total yes. recall yeah uh, diamond uh, egg and get the people the air and it's yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what it's i thought as soon as it. <laughs> it's just, it looks pretty good and, and her name is jasmine Tradeville, tampa florida woman had a third breast implanted she said two reasons one to turn off men and she said that didn't work. Actually, a third breast attracted them. Attracted more. And never, has he ne- she never met them. No, never met a man. Didn't see how it. Yeah, work. really. And two, her dream was to get a reality show on MTV. That was her two things. Yeah, that's why she got a third well, breast. She got a terrible third breast. dream. She got three breasts. To get a reality show that's on a, MTV. A terrible dream. Isn't it awesome? I, that's, it's, it's amazing. But to deform yourself to get a show that'll be on for like six months, there's none of those. They, they, you know, I know, really, <laughs> that doesn't make fucking sense. You know, it's her dream. Like, you know, I could be the next Carson Daly one day, like he did it. Or something. Yeah. I don't, what the fuck? Yeah. I know someone could come on. Look, man, I got three balls. I got an extra <laughs> ball. Give me a show. The three ball guy, old Trumper. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Sure. <laughs> well, the three ball guy and the three titty girl should get together, married, then be like a newlyweds type yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's, on, that when you get four creative people I like it that's what happens that'll be their new it can be called uh, Three's Company (laughs) boom (laughs) boom Three's Company (laughs) but then some woman's gonna get four titties yeah Uh (laughs) yeah you know what because there's a dude all living in a house (laughs) when things get real That's crazy. The real world with fake boobs. The uh, real <laughs> world with real fake Three boobs. Th- they were a nice proportion, though, all three. Oh, Whoever, the doctor did a good yeah. job. Oh, the doctor's a beast. Yeah. 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 And she had the bras that fit. Like, nice. She had to get them all tailor-made yeah. and stuff, I guess. She looked know? like a character from Mortal Kombat. That's she sick. did. Yeah. She really did. The outfit she had on, the, having three tits. Yeah, that is. Yeah, it's just so amazing that she made. Ma- uh, the amazing thing is now people are being crazy and making the news. That's what's weird, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you get famous. Here, here's my here's my my theory on this. On national that, news, or international. Because like, the thing about it is, it's like there's all. I mean, like you talk about on our phones, CNN, Fox News, all this other kind of stuff. There's so many. They need to fill up so much like content. There's not more news out there than there was 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. There's just more avenues to deliver it. Yeah. And so you've got someone sitting there at CNN going. Okay, 20 years ago, we'd have just been like, oh, this is a freak. We're not even doing it. But now we have 24 hours, a bunch of, you know, blogs, a bunch of all this kind of stuff. We need to fill up this thing. That's why, the, you know, when there was only three networks and there was only, you had to, you know, you had to have some but sort there, of a talent. But, the, but now. The integrity was amazing back then. Like, you know, you heard like Edward R. Murrow, uh, you know, Walter Cronkite. I mean, I could imagine him turning over in his grave what would he, he wouldn't even been in the he would have left the business if it was now he would never have sat there and said yeah i'm gonna sit on the news desk at night going 
And today in the news, Chloe uh, Kardashian, once again, <laughs> let that piece of shit Rob doesn't <laughs> worked into her room again when he, she shouldn't have. She's wearing mommy jeans, too. And it's, really, yeah. it's a weird And they took thing. the time to back check and make sure the facts were right oh, before. Yeah, but now it's, now it's just a race to get it out first, no matter yeah. what it is. So you get a lot of stuff. Like Some crazy guy on meth is shouting something. We're going to report that as news. <laughs> And there's no, you know, they don't check it because they want to be first with it. Like when you do the breaking news, you always see the old black and white shots where they're like, you know, the cigarette in the hand. And they have the cigarette in the, uh, the, the Hold it, what's that? It's just in uh, President Kennedy or whatever. Yeah. And it'd be like now, be, oh, what, uh, the, what, this just in. This just in. Um, ex, uh, ex uh, MTV star Pauly Shore did the ice buck bucket challenge <laughs> a bucket fell on his head yeah. he's okay so, yes but you know it'll change it is a change and, and i just think that like you talk about with that uh that whole entity of of news and everything like the one thing which like well walter cronkite wouldn't do this but the thing is about how much money these guys are <laughs> making true. now that's though. true yeah. bill O'Reilly makes about yeah. 15 mil a year yeah, You're yeah. Right. He'll, he'll, he'll report on the three titty woman for 15 million yeah. a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes. i think we just have let me do my talking point on the three, titty <laughs> my talking woman. Point. three points on her we just have uh <laughs> I, I i mean i talk about it pretty often we just yeah. have too much access to everything now I mean, like the internet's on phones now, which is crazy to people that are locked up mm-hmm. for ten years and they get out of prison. They're like, "Holy shit, you go on the internet on your phone? You know, I can send you a picture <laughs> of my dick." Like, yeah, that shit's, yeah, it's a like, whole different. It, it's, it's a whole different world. So I think that's really why, because you couldn't have Charlie Murphy said you couldn't have like a studio, uh, fifty four and and uh, Instagram nowadays. No, there'd be ninety pictures of Mick Jagger doing, of people doing <laughs> you know, doing blow off of some fucking crazy model's ass or something everywhere. So it's I, I Which really I wouldn't mind seeing that picture. I really think that's why uh <laughs> You know, it it seems like there's more news now than anything. Like you said, you do have to fill in more because there's blogs and now and different things, but we better. have access to it. Maybe it's better in a way because you know better. it's funny too because I think as, as we change it, there was a there's a movie uh, Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. It, it's real funny. The the town one million uh, million the, ways to the die in the way. west yeah it's on demand I recommend everybody get it it's Jimmy's it's little brother my little brother <laughs> I know like Terry him. said I look like him and uh, Greg Voss and he looks look like, like a like younger him. version <laughs> of you <yeah. laughs> and and the funny thing is he uh, he's inter- he had a joke in there where a kid was with a, a wheel and a stick and they like running down the thing and he goes oh there's those kids with the wheel of the stick he says that's you know now they you know it's going to mess up their attention and stuff and he's going you know, he's paralleling everything in the computers you know kids now so, you know, I don't know how they're going to grow up with that get running with a stick and it is kind of funny you know it's like he starts like yeah I guess every era you know I love how your but the guys like he sees that the internet is now on his phone. His first thought was, "I can send people my dick." Of course, that's the first yeah. thought. First thought, like I can get the news now. I can get the sports now. No, everyone can now see my job. That's, that's the first, that's, thing. first yeah, thought I thought. Yeah, I mean, because you don't have to work as hard as you used to. Um, no, I mean, easy. a chick. You don't even have to be a model. There are women who are just they they get the cells done up. They look sexy. Take a selfie with the breastuses. If they have three. Three breasts, yeah, and they post a picture. They get fourteen thousand likes. A bunch of guys mm-hmm. that are just horny as hell follow them. 
And then they have more followers than any of us who actually do entertainment and work hard. So it's really, <laughs> they don't have to do shit nowadays. There are guys who, there was a guy who stole Patrice O'Neill's whole catalog of comedy. Damn. Uh, what's that piece of shit's name? I forget. Let's well, not promote yeah. it. No. But no. yeah, <laughs> uh, it's already promoted because yeah. someone put him on blast. It used to work yeah. with Patrice O'Neill. Yeah. But he stole That's his whole funny. catalog of comedy and did it on YouTube Damn. to the younger generation that doesn't know Patrice O'Neill. Wow. And uh, we know, he said it was an homage. Or it something. was an homage. He's, yeah. His spirit is working through me. His spirit ain't working through you because he was still alive when you was doing half his shit. <laughs> I talked about that so, with Titus. I think we should start this now. Dude, yeah. the cover cover comedy cover band. Comedy. Like a cover band. <laughs> yeah, we, we talked. To, uh, uh, That's a, what we're going to do. <laughs> Go out on tour as a cover comedy board. I'll do band. like One Night as Eddie Murphy, One Night as Richard Pryor. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> like, you know, I love Seinfeld. everything about it. Everything yeah. is just so lovely here in Vegas. <laughs> I've seen tribute comics. I mean, I've, I've seen, seen them. I've there seen are that. tribute comics out there. I haven't seen Really? One in Pittsburgh for Sam Kennison. Yes, Screaming Sam. We uh, met yeah, Sam. We met Screaming Sam. Oh, Remember we God, did the charity. You're right. I forgot about that. He That's because uh, Sam's so dynamic. You don't. Yeah, you're right. It's yeah. weird when you're seeing him because like I forgot it, about he that. He sounds. Mike. He sounds just like him. He From a distance, like he looks like him, Absolutely. and you're watching it, and you're thinking it's Sam Kennison. But what the hell is he doing in this like dive bar in Pittsburgh? And what's he alive? Like, yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. Like, it's amazing yeah. though. Yeah, that somebody that there. So there is a, a cover. So that's good. Uh, you know what? We could cover. I'll be Rummy Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> but am I a piece of shit, cocksucker? <laughs> That would be a cover comedian. Let's switch switch gears. Let's go to uh, (laughs) Twisted Sports with my buddy Mike Wysock. Go ahead, Mike. Give us some sports, man. Well, we got some breaking news (laughs) this just in. No NFL players have been arrested today. But it is only (laughs) only 11 a.m., so maybe the NFL is cleaning up its act. This was really tasteless, even by fan standards. A Vikings fan in an Adrian Peterson jersey holding a switch. Uh, showed up to a game kind of tasteless, like showing up for a knife God. salesman job in an O.J. Simpson Bills jersey. <laughs> or, I'm here to apply for a dog walking job in a Michael Vick jersey looking like Terry Jones. That would just be kind of weird, kind of tasteless to do. Fans in Baltimore lined up around the block to exchange their Ray Rice jerseys. Some of them maybe even traded to the men for Ray Lewis jerseys, which is kind of weird. Like, I don't know how much better is that. It's really? like, you know, yeah. it's like trading in your John Wayne Gacy clown uniform for a Jeffrey Dahmer cookbook. I mean, are you really, <laughs> are really that much better? Are you really, are you really raising the bar? And a new fantasy football scoring system is implemented by the NFL. One point for a DUI, two for an assault, three for a rape, four domestic abuse, five for smoking weed, and six for homicide. That's also based on how severe they punish everyone. Uh, Aaron Hernandez is your current leader with 18 points. Uh, <laughs> suddenly, Wes Welker's ecstasy experiment and LaShawn McCoy's 20-set tip don't sound as offensive as the rest of the NFL. I don't know if you saw this, but Floyd Mayweather outdid Shady by leaving no tip on a comped $25,000 bill the night after making $32 million on a fight. Just Wow. Nothing. That's amazing. Crazy. $25,000 yeah. bill, though, even. That was comp. Yeah, that was comp. And it was comp. And you didn't it was comp. You got to give, like, yeah, way more. Man. They copy, but. Come on, 20%. But they. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Weird season so far. Only three undefeated teams after three weeks Cincinnati, Philadelphia, and Arizona. All teams that have never won a Super Bowl. So the obnoxious 72 Dolphins will probably have the champagne <laughs> toast <laughs> to themselves again sometime yeah. soon. 
Danny Woodhead is out for the season, and I only brought it up because Woodhead is a double phallic, and it's pretty funny. <laughs> only two of them. Just the only known, it. the only known triple phallic is owned by Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> Just a little information. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. And the NFL season, oh, weird God. for one. How many people would have drafted quarterbacks named like Philbin, Cousins, Bortles, and Bridgewater? <laughs> Sounds like a law firm the NFL could use to defend their players in court. <laughs> and it, just a weird season so far. I mean, a lot of things you never would have thought, like RG3's out. The guys like Darren Sproles would have better seasons than LaShawn McCoy. <laughs> and, of course, there's people who may have drafted guys like Adrian Peterson and stuff. Oh, again. God. Mike Sasson. <laughs> Mike Sasson. Harry Hayden. Harry Think, you think finally I get this guy yeah. every year he puts up crazy good numbers yes. and then bam. Oh, and then he putting up his ass whoopings. Yeah, yeah man, that's bad. something, isn't it? Yeah, he could be done for could be, yeah. But the positive you know. side, is anybody talking about concussions anymore? No, good, good <laughs> no, call, Mike. I know. Yeah, <laughs> took the concussions off the board. Head to head. I haven't heard anything like about it. a head to head. As no, if, nothing. Have you seen yes. any like head to head penalty? You know, helmet to helmet. I mean, that's gone. Penalties yeah, that's, or that's anything? Not, that's not in vogue anymore, right? No one cares. No one cares. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. They got, changed the subject. We got something new to talk about. There there you that's go. a great yeah. point, man. Uh, what are we doing to Brian Gumble next week to talk about that one? Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh man, thanks, Mike Wysocki, Twisted Sports. Um, you got you guys read the tabloids? You do, you still do that? I do. Still every pay attention to them. I do. I, I like them sometimes. I'll fun. never buy them, but I'll read them. Everybody, well, I'm one of the weirdest. Yeah. I'm the strangest guy in the world. Actually, you buy them? Well, subscription. I have. A, I had last year. Does <laughs> <laughs> not just get online, but I had. I was the only guy I think in my. I know in my street that had a subscription to National Enquirer. Yeah, but I had it delivered to my house, which is kind of funny. You know, it's like other guys yeah. at Newsweek, Time, and National Enquirer. And, uh, but anyway, the tabloids, they, they, uh, I saw one of the tabloids, they were talking about Dr. Phil, and he's in every week about something, but they're questioning his credentials or whatever, and all this was whatever. And I started thinking, I said, you know, Dr. Phil, he's the biggest, you know, psychologist on TV, and, you know, you always got to trust your TV doctor. But, uh, <laughs> and I thought, I wonder sure. what his background is. So I looked it up. I thought, what's his education? And I looked it up, and he, this surprised me, guys. Did you did you know that he had a a football scholarship to Tulsa University full ride? Did you and played linebacker? I had no idea. Did you notice? I Mike? knew he was a college football player. Did you, Mike? Yeah. I had yeah. no idea. Linebacker, Doctor Phil. I just couldn't imagine, you know, hitting a guy over the middle. Imagine, you know, <laughs> what is wrong with you, son? I just jacked your shit up. <laughs> I'm here all day. Oh, you here all day in your face, kid? In your face with this porn mustache. <laughs> But then he went on to, uh, he got his, uh, let's see, his doctorate was from North Texas University, he got his PhD, and so that's a lot of college. Lot of yeah. I, but, and I, the more I thought about this, I thought, what was he like in college? He probably was in a fraternity, you know he was had to be in a fraternity and Looks stuff. Looks like football. It. Yeah, it was yeah. football and whole things, so. Yeah. And I thought, where would he be in the fraternity? I thought he probably, was the, I can imagine being like the pushy leader at of the fraternity, like the president yeah. of terms of pushy as shit, you know, it's like just really, <laughs> just like always lecturing and you know, high and mighty, and mm-hmm. you know, just like sanctimonious and accusing people, but you know, hey, all right, everybody, who the fuck stole my bong? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is bullshit. You know, we did that lecture on stealing. How bad it is for yourself, work. <laughs> But somebody took my bong, and as you know, we're brothers here. It's a fraternity. Somebody took the bong, and 
My good friend Deepak Chopra, who has the best weed on campus, is coming over later. <laughs> and I want my bong, people. Now, I know some of you are upset because I killed that hobo last week because my girlfriend Oprah thought it would be funny. <laughs> but I apologize for that. No, I just, I don't know. I just picture this guy being the weird, it had been so weird to see him in college, I think. And some people just can't picture that. I can't, can't picture him partying. I can't even. picture him young either. I can't picture him no. as a I'm just young imagining guy a giant 70s fro. Yes. I'm just yeah. imagining that. That's a good one, Mike. Yeah. I'm just imagining right? that as in it. Same porn mustache. Like yeah. Will same. Ferrell. And, yeah. Uh, like Will Ferrell. Yeah. 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 He would have been. Yeah, he would have been. I'm just, Probably I'm, kind of a dick. <laughs> yeah. And oh, yeah. Oh, he was All the way, right? He was a dick. And, yeah. I, and I bet you if you look in, like, the Tulsa media guy, there's a picture of him with the giant fro with the thing, and he's in, like, the, 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 the crappy linebacker, linebacker stand. stand. Yeah. That you're looking at it. And, every, and, and just, like, every – and I bet you if you meet someone who, like, was a teammate of him, it's like, hey, were you a teammate of Dr. Phil? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, not like, oh, yeah, yeah. great guy. Just like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, old yeah. yeah. Phil, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The, the thing about Dr. Phil that I love oh. is he just proves that, like, you're just like you brought up Oprah. If mm. Oprah, like, anoints you, you're, you're a megastar. Yes. Yeah. You're a me- – like, there's so many people Your that career just follow doesn't end. her. She oh, anointed man. him. Yes. Yeah. Right? I mean, he was on a, uh, the, the, the team of her when she got sued for – what the fuck did she get sued for? Something the cattle Texas industry putting down like the, she, she put like down that. the cattle. Really? Or so she moved her something? show to Texas yeah. for like a couple weeks when she was having the trial, and she just found this guy. <laughs> Doctor Phil. Yeah. <laughs> this is my chance. Oh, if, you, if, she, out. if she would have been, if she would have been sued by Heinz, then she'd have done it here and would have found, you know, some other guy from the Keys Rocks. You know, you you know, you gotta sit there and you gotta make sure that you're not. Uh, <laughs> You know, Oprah says you don't go, uh, you know, you can't steal someone's RC beer. You can't do that because it's Stoller's Place Sunday. Mike, today we'd be watching. Hey, welcome to the Dr. Bill show. Dr. Bill. In the rocks, yeah. Yeah, Dr. Bill live on the rocks. And we're syndicated all over this fucking country, man. And you can say fuck because it's Oprah. Because it's no Oprah, cares. man. Yeah. You got that pussy Dr. Oz coming on after me. See you later. Oh, That's man. unbelievable. How about the how about the newscaster? Uh, oh, that said. Uh, did you see that? Yeah, I got. Did you guys there. see this? With, yeah. with, There's Alaska. a newscaster yeah. in Alaska. Right? She quit oh, her job, yeah. and then she revealed <laughs> that she was the mastermind behind the cannabis group. Yeah. What the hell? I mean, what? Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> that was unbelievable. That was, a, that was a hot story this week, right? Yeah, man, because she uh, <laughs> she's fighting to legalize marijuana in Alaska. Yeah, and they were she's talking the news girl. about hmm. the cannabis group, and they had to go back to her uh, like cool? colleague. Yeah, but the way she did it, she was like, "I am," and she like <laughs> revealed herself. It's like a super villain who's been like secretly somebody else and just finally yes. revealing to the world they're a super villain. Uh-huh. It, it'd be like it'd be like you just turn all of a sudden, fucking Ken Rice is rolling a joint on a set. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, <laughs> like fuck it all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. That's yeah. That's wow. She that's... said, "As for this job, well." She said, "Yeah, got fuck it." Yeah, yeah, on the air. Locked that on. was her sign. You know, the big, the like guy, Anchorman. Yeah, fuck the, you. but the best is would be the person who had, they had to throw it to yes. had to be completely normal. Oh yeah, had oh, to yeah. sit there and be like, 
Yes, in Juneau, Alaska today, there was a... They ended it with like the, the funny, cute story. Yeah. You know? yeah. like, I wish it would have like, ended like that, but she was like, I, I, uh, I, I, um, I, uh, well, that was uh, crazy, the cannabis group. Um, yeah, you know what? We're going to talk about hockey moms later. Yeah. That would have been so funny. So that's why she's working in Alaska, <laughs> Alaska. and, not, and uh-huh. not a top 25 market. Yes. Yes. Top yeah. 25 market. But, yes, thank you very much. Some okay. old guy, yeah, yeah, some old news guy. <laughs> like, thank you very much. They named a new koala bear at the zoo today. <laughs> Show a clip of a koala bear. Little koala bear hanging, hanging, climbing and shit, all cute. Yeah, and all the people that are high are watching. What does he say? Koala bears, man. Dude, we have to legalize like eucalyptus, especially in Alaska. I mean, come on, it's Alaska. I mean, True. It, but you yeah. got, I mean, you're either yeah. cold or high. Let's be cold and high. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I like that. Oh, man. It's funny, man. Hey, that's it's, it's a fun show today, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We really appreciate it. It's just a blast. And we have Terry, uh, Mike and Mike, and myself, man, Wayne, and everyone here at the show. Thank you so much for listening. Jim Cran, no restrictions on the Sideshow Network. Hey, everybody. It's Jim Cran of Jim Cran, no restrictions. I just wanted to take the time out to thank you for listening to the show. We have a little over 100,000 subscribers now every week listening to the show. Go to SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, or JimCran.com and subscribe today. Thanks again. If your business, whether large or small, is in need of commercial collections, choose PrimeCore Group. PrimeCore Group is a Pittsburgh-based corporate collections agency. Now, if your business is owed money, PrimeCore Group is there to help you. On a contingency basis only, PrimeCore Group will recover what is owed to you in a professional and trusted manner. Contact PrimeCore Group today by going to primecoregroup.com. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleichinger, Schleichinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years, one of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore, because it's here, and it's funny, and I love you. A few days ago, Brooke Tudine posted an inspirational quote on her wall that got 17 likes and three comments. Thumbs up, Brooke. Geico also wants to make a comment. In just 15 minutes, you could save hundreds of dollars on your car insurance by switching to Geico. And nothing says inspiration better than saving money. Well, except for those posters that say things like teamwork, excellence, and make it happen. Hashtag keep climbing. Hashtag savings. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance.